What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the I Am Icon podcast. I am your host, Icon Falcon. We are here for episode seven. Episode seven. To the right of me is my right-hand man, my cameraman, and your cameraman, too. Cameraman Steve, what's going on, baby? What's happening? Oh, I can actually hear cameraman Steve a little bit better. We Listen. <laughs> I told y'all since episode one I was gonna work on this these these mics right. So um, as you I, I, and 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 the reason why I didn't do it uh, you know anytime before was first of all I had to save some money. Uh, second thing was uh, because I, I told y'all I wanted y'all to see exactly. I want y'all to criticize us about everything. I want y'all actually to see the growth and everything that we're doing because we actually this is actually a business for us. Right. It's a business for all of us, you know, for the listeners too, because I hope you all join us on the on the show someday. But I want you all to actually hear how horrible the audio actually sounded before. Uh, but I the episodes were still fired to me. They still was great. Uh they it, it really bothered me so much and I really could not figure out why our audio sounded so bad. I Google, I YouTube, I text, I post it, I every question I can find, man, and I just couldn't get an answer. Everybody was trying to tell me how to how to adjust audio levels in the software and all this other great stuff, man, but it didn't work. So I just said, the only thing I got left is let's just spend some money on the mic, and boom, boy, you about to hear me loud and clear. We you matter of fact. <laughs> salute salute to, to us for getting a new mic you know what i'm saying so what we doing now is we doing it the the hood way that we know how to do you know how like when you get a new toy you you use the new toy and you get the old toy to to you to your brother your cousin and so that's what that's what uh caravan steve is doing he got my old toy <laughs> so so you know if you can hear caravan steve you know what i'm saying just know because he he got my old work you know so you know i, I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode you know i hope you enjoy all our episodes but I, I definitely hope you enjoy this episode because you're you're hearing the clarity and in the evolution of greatness that we're trying to create all right see evolution you hear <laughs> first thing first all right so uh now we got that out the way we got some new mics caramel steve what's going on man the super oh happened so it's kind of like uh so many ways i can go about uh we, we can go about talking about this in so many different directions. I'm not even going to sound excited on this portion, right? Because if you know, if you've been following the I Am Icon podcast, you know how I felt last podcast. The Super Bowl happened, ladies and gentlemen. The Eagles versus Chiefs. The Eagles did not prevail. And that hurt my soul. I told you last podcast and i'm gonna tell you this podcast as well i am one of the biggest eagles fans but with that being said i wasn't disheartened by our performance i i honestly overall think thought it was a great game what you thought cameraman steve it was it was exciting kept everybody uh entertained first quarter through fourth quarter 
facts. And let me be the first to tell you that when I seen we was up by 10 points at the half, I kind of like, you know, turned my back on the game and was like, do I even need to watch this anymore? Like, we know how this goes because the Eagles don't lose no leads. <sighs> my soul started to hurt. Cameraman Steve. It hurt so bad. And I was, and I've been drinking. Oh, do you know what it, have you ever had your feelings hurt when you drinking? Oh my God. <laughs> like if you feel so vulnerable, <laughs> you just, you just want to, you just want somebody to love you. And the Eagles wasn't loving me, bro. Like, bro, we was up by 10. It was like, bro, there was no way we could, no way, bro. You couldn't you couldn't pay me enough to believe you there was nothing you could ever tell me in this world to make me believe that the Eagles went into to the to the second half up by 10. Defense is hell. I, offense is hell. There was no you in my brain, you gotta get two, not even in my brain. You have to get two stops. You gotta stop us twice. And that's not going to happen. Like that's not what we do on offense, and that's not what we're doing. Uh, on defense, we ain't we ain't giving it up like that. Not and damn sure not to an injured ass quarterback. You seen what we did to the last three? <laughs> you you seen what we did to the last three? We don't give up no W's to no injured quarterback. You seen what we did to the Cowboys? We don't give no W's to no injured quarterbacks in these streets. Unless your name is Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Yo, you you just got to give it up for Pat. You, congratulations to to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, great game. Uh, you know, well deserved. All right, whatever. Um, unless you're Pat Mahomes, man. Like you, we, and this is not a sport. I always say it's not a sports podcast, but I promise you, this is going to be. I'm a, I'm gonna make it slightly a sports podcast for this a little bit of this one because. We're not gonna be able to talk about football again until August. Well, probably a little bit. Probably uh when the draft comes, but it's still you know whatever with that. But until August, so uh sometimes you just got to give it up to Pat Mahomes, man. Uh, black quarterback, and I don't. Oh God, we were not supposed to be talking about this. I promised myself I wasn't gonna talk about this. I don't feel like the NFL broadcasted the fact that we had two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl enough. I'm just gonna be honest. And I love the Kelsey brothers. Obviously, one of them is on the Eagles, right? Travis Kelsey. Jason? No, no, no. Uh, tight end. Uh, Kansas City. Is it Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey, right? Travis is KC. Yeah, yeah. And Jason and Jason's is on the Eagles. Philly. Okay, yeah. 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 So, Travis Kelsey, uh, great tight end, right? Amazing. Love him as a tight end. Uh, Jason Kelsey, obviously, uh, Eagle Center. Um, I don't think I can put his talent into words unless I'm playing Madden because something about Madden makes Travis, uh, Jason Kelsey look like he ain't, uh, Jason Kelsey. I don't, yo, oh my God, I'm going so many different directions, man. Yo, whoever made Madden, y'all need to relax on, uh, uh, Jason Kelsey. All right. 
Cause uh, the way that y'all be having them uh, them tackles bow my guy over like that and be sacking Jalen Hurts, bro. I need I need y'all to redo that and put some respect on our name. But back but back to Pat Mahomes, man. Yo, oh. NFL did not promote the black quarterbacks like they should have, and I say that because I left and right I seen the Kelsey brothers everywhere on everything, man. And once again, I love them. They are great at what they do. They deserve it, right? But fam, it's Black History Month. What? what? I, I just don't get it. You don't get a bigger chance to promote because the NFL has had issues with equality for, well, well screw it. Let's go. Uh, equality for a long time, right? Right? We, we're a long way from the Colin Kaepernick situation, but are we really... Or did we just, you know, turn the page and, you know, write another story? Whatever with that. You know, no district, you know, let me not say that. Listen, I just want the NFL to, to promote uh, black greatness a little bit more and include all black greatness. Don't 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 leave out some. Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? Like. We we no matter no matter the no matter how you may feel about some of some of our, our, our the greatest uh, African American players that have come out of the league, I still believe if they help you gain the the ability to charge what y'all charge for a damn commercial during the Super Bowl, yo, you can't leave them out. All right, but back to Pat Mahomes. I keep saying that, but we never talk about Pat Mahomes. Hey, listen, Pat Mahomes is 100% showing you, hands down, one of the greatest football players ever. I feel like he's going to be way better than Tom Brady. And I can say that. And I can say that because uh, Pat Mahomes can run. Tom Brady can't. We've seen what happened when he tried to run, right? Uh he actually tried. <laughs> we seen what what happened when Tom Brady tried to catch a uh, a pass too, uh, but whatever with that. Uh, definitely one of the greatest quarterbacks that's ever going to go back go down in history because simply he the way he plays football is is a mastermind is masterful. Uh, I've never, I don't think anyone's ever seen someone that can just not just pass. He doesn't just even pass. He he pass left right sideways. Right. I feel like he can turn around and just throw the ball behind his back and still make it make the throw perfect. Right. Andy Reid's a great uh coach. Obviously, uh one of the best coaches that we had from uh the Eagles as well. Um so happy for him. He deserves it as well. Um it, it it's a lot to say about the Chiefs organization, man. Uh Big congratulations to them. They they deserve the Super Bowl. They 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 did what they had to do. They came in and they played. And honestly, their team, the Eagles team, was way better than Kansas City. And Kansas City still played like they were the better team on the on the field. So you gotta like that's nothing but sheer talent to all of them boys out there, except for Juju Smith. Because I I seen what you said on on the internet, man. That was wild, bro. Yo, you can't be talking like that when one year left. Um, <laughs> but uh, nah, but yeah, I'm just happy for everybody. Uh, I'm I'm just not happy for the Eagles. I'm I'm extremely upset because we deserve that too. 
right? I just felt into my soul Philly was gonna go way crazy if yo, I would have I would took the whole week off to make sure I'm at that parade. Oh my god, fam. I went to the first uh Super Bowl parade that uh my son was just born. I think uh I think my, my son what Super Bowl parade, obviously February. My son was just born in November. Boy, newborn out there. Cold as hell, boy. Uh, my God, boy. Oh, boy. I, I went ahead and just got it out the way. You, you're an Eagles fan for the rest of your life, boy. Um. So, yeah, man. I, I'm happy about that. Uh, my son being a, a, a Eagles fan, that is. Not the Eagles loser. Um, but those, I didn't get a chance to see the Subo commercials. Um. And I, I'm slightly upset because uh, I seen Diddy. Uh, I seen a half clip of a of a Diddy um, commercial, and I actually wanted to see it, but I, I obviously missed that too. How was? Did you get a chance to see the Super Bowl commercials? I did. Um, I thought the commercials were weak this year. Really? Compared to other years. Um, and just to backtrack, let me just shout out the Kansas City training staff. Oh, because yeah. whatever they did to Mahomes' yeah. ankle during halftime <laughs> is amazing. No, 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 no. One more time. <laughs> Hell no. I ain't let you get away with that. <laughs> Hell no. Look, I, I don't know what they did. Talk to him. Talk Legal to him. or illegal. Oh, oh, it ain't or. <laughs> Uh, hey look, hey look. When AJ Brown went off that, AJ Brown went off that one game, and he called them touchdown passes. They made sure they drug tested that that man the next day. Look, That's all I'm saying. It's just amazing how all I'm saying. He goes into halftime with that limp and comes out looking like a track star, fam, running down the field, fam. They had to put cocaine uh, in his ankles, bro. I, I'm not here for conspiracies or anything. Oh man. But <laughs> whatever they did it worked and uh yeah the nfl might want to do a, a slight investigation into that that's that's just crazy fam listen listen <sighs> my issue is <laughs> let me tell you and this played in a part of uh my halftime celebration being up 10 points, right? So understand what I'm saying here, right? Before we even, let me go ahead and make a disclaimer. I, I am not happy that Patrick Mahomes is injured. I was not happy to see him injured. But our chances just went up like a thousand percent, bro. Like, let's just call it what it is. He did, yo, he limped as if it happened to him all over again. Yep. Like it did last game. Yep. And he looked like he. There was no way in my brain he was coming back in. Yep. At least not to look the way he did. We Let's not even get there yet. Yeah. Let alone he had in my brain. He had to. In my brain, he was going for at least one more quarter. I was like, we up 10. No Pat Mahomes. If we get one more score, this is it. Like, it's over. Yep. Yo. Like, Rihanna. Let's not talk about that yet. Rihanna performed. Pat Mahomes came out. And it's like. What did y'all give that man? Yeah. Yo, look at what he looked. That man looked like he needed surgery ASAP. <laughs> yeah. 
He went from looking like he needed surgery ASAP to like prime Mike Vick. Fam. <laughs> Fam. Yo, Slim tongue was hanging out under his chin and shit. I was like, yo. <laughs> All right, somebody talk to me. Cause I listen, I've <clears throat> I've seen what it looked like when certain people take drugs. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all from, well, the majority of us are from the same neighborhood type, you know? Uh, right. So we know what certain people look like when they look like they've been oxycotton and, and, uh, promethazine. You know what I'm saying? Not saying, not, not, no conspiracy theories, right? Not, not forcing anything on anyone. I'm just saying, Fam, when the last time you had an injury, you know, anywhere, and then it just went away by the third quarter. <laughs> 20, 20 plus minutes is, is like it never happened. Fam, I think so. I think if I'm not mistaken, they said this year the Super Bowl uh, halftime show was like 20 some odd minutes. Mm-hmm. You went from re aggravating a injury that wasn't 100% healed. To start with, and in 20 minutes, flying like you a damn eagle. Like, like we switched quarterbacks or something. <laughs> like, fam, talk to me. Who? What? Fam. Yeah. All right. So back to your uh your take on the uh, uh commercials. Cause like I said, I didn't see them. Tell me, tell me some more. Yeah, uh, I thought they were fairly weak compared to other years. Um Normally we get a variety, mostly funny. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like they were they were regular this year, just okay. regular commercials. Uh, it was. Do you feel like it went in any particular direction as far as uh, the the corporations that were uh, on the commercials, or was it just scattered a little everywhere? I think it was scattered and they lack creativity compared to other years. I can see that. Like not one commercial sticks out. And that's funny because you now that you say that, you make a good point. Uh I every from the past years, there at least has been one that everybody say, even if it's the little small little gecko little yeah. lizard or something mm-hmm. doing something funny or you know, something like that. Um uh, I even think during one one year uh Jay Z did uh a commercial which obviously stuck out because everybody just yeah. went crazy for the album, which is Hands down, one of the best grown man albums out there. If you ain't ever heard of it, you should go check it out. Um, well, without telling you what the name of it is, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, damn, I can't even think of the name of it right now. This is crazy. Um, damn, that's gonna be on my mind this whole time. I'll find out and we'll yeah. get back to you. Oh, Whatever. But I can't say there was one commercial. It was a Tubi commercial. Oh, it it was not. It was creative in the fact of you thought somebody in the room took the remote and changed the channel. I think I seen that on social media, not the um, not the actual commercial, mm-hmm. but I seen a lot of people say that, which yeah. now makes me want to go Google this damn commercial yeah. to see what it's about. Because if I'm not mistaken, Tubi is supposed to be like a, a hood Hulu. <laughs> 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 for, for lack of better terms, bro. So if you think you in the same room as them people, yeah, I want to see what this look like. But uh, but giving them credit, right? Uh, be, 
And we're going to talk, dive into this a little bit more, too, um, because you make a great point here. I think to be now that you say that, not only would they have to be the best commercial, because that's the only commercial I think I've heard of Mm -hmm. so far uh, all over social media. Um, I think they're the only commercial that got their money's worth. Yeah, I can see that. Because people ran with it on social media. I think that they converted with that their commercials. Definitely. With that commercial. Mm-hmm. I think that, and I really got to go see it now so I could talk more about it. Uh, and I don't have Tubi. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about it. And I know a lot of people watch it, you know, for the for the independent films and things of that nature, right? Yep. It's kind of like what Icon Mall Streams is doing. Stay tuned, June. June, we here, baby. Uh, to be shit, you know, throw that in trash. That that icon strings, we here. But yeah, but um, but big up to them, man. All right, I'm not a hater uh, when it comes to uh, other entrepreneurs just being creative because when you lead with creation versus forcing your product on the viewers, I think that makes you more of a genius than ever, right? It make it 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 solidifies you more in the space you're respectable more and people want to work more with you and it raises your value right and if anything whoever came up with it because i'm obviously uh the uh they have a marketing staff but whoever it is i did that was hey you need a raise man if not come to icon mall we ain't got no money but we'll pay good one day because i need that <laughs> we, we all need that but no uh you make a great point uh to be i definitely seen all over social media and everybody said oh my god i felt like uh i was in the same room uh or whatever the case is <clears throat> the most powerful type of marketing is peer-to-peer marketing and it's the most powerful because it's free if you make such an impression that your marketing scheme is repeated by humans and not algorithm fam you got you something and that is very difficult to do you know there's a few companies out here that's kind of mastered it slightly uh like i said geico they normally have good commercials with the little lizard uh my 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 uh what is it progressive with with my mans and them i can't think of his name uh just you know a few of them but the reason why I asked uh, Cameraman Steve was it, you know, was it all over the place or the same way? Because normally they they do the same Budweiser, Pepsi, uh, FTX. Well, they in jail now, so ain't no FTX. But <laughs> they didn't do crypto. NFL ad. They didn't do no crypto commercials this year. I, I listen. They made sure they didn't do no crypto commercials this year. And let me tell you. And, and not to hop on this because I want to get in and get out. Uh, a lot of people, I remember when crypto first came out and everybody was like, oh, this is the new thing. Oh, we all need to do this. Uh, crypto is going to make me millionaire, billionaire. Let me tell you my number one rule that I live by in life. And it's very simple. And obviously it works because this crypto shit is failing. <laughs> Never go the same way everybody is running. Well, unless you hear a bomb or some shots, right? Then you run everywhere that they run. But in business, 
and 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 being successful in life it's work for me i don't know about you caramel steve but never go the same way everybody is going my take is with a lot of stuff if you get in early before the masses you're good to go but if it hits social media good to go and everybody's talking about it chances are it's too late it's just like it's man you you can't you can't man see i need to talk more on these pods you (laughs) you you killing shit today baby I think it's the mic. He got my old words, so he's feeling himself. Y'all excuse Caraman Steve for a second. I know y'all ain't heard from him, but yo, yo, we about to go ahead and kick this shit. Yo, it's just like stop. It's just like stop, right? So, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of stock either, right? I'm I'm one of them people that I only like to put my money into things that I can control. That's just my personality. Uh I, I know you can make a lot of money with stock, so I just I just feel like it's too uh man created and man managed and it that fact was proven if y'all didn't pay attention when that GameStop uh GameStop situation happened. Yep. I watched that documentary too, right? And I don't trade stock. And I said, see, that's why I don't do it. Because when it really hits the fan and they want to turn this shit off, yep. they cut the ward off. And who you gonna run and tell? You know why? Because the shit is by a damn app that's man-made. The government can't even tell them to turn the shit on. This is what I'm saying. Hell no. Because when shit hits the fan, you have control to turn my water off. Hell no. But I get it. There are a lot of rich people, and I ain't going to hold you. I've seen, I've seen some shows, I've seen some movies, and I've seen some wealthy people in real life. And I'm like... <sighs> I'm, why am I still playing with this MGM app? <laughs> That's my stop, Mark. Right? How much of a hypocrite am I? Oh, you don't want to put money in the stock. Oh, but your ass to bet on the MGM app, motherfucker. You don't predict the outcome. You kind of lost last week, didn't you? <laughs> Looks like you make bad decisions. Listen, fuckers, mind your business. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I'm not a fan of the stock just because, you know, it, it's, it's man-made and, and it can be swayed by man at any given time. Uh, and that GameStop situation happened. Um, and then with the crypto, you know, that is the same thing. But uh, back to uh, Caraman C's point, he makes a great point. But with that being said, that is why it's so important for you to go the other way. You go the other way. You only get in early because you went the other way. Mm-hmm. You don't get in early because you went the same way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Great example. And I'm going to stop knocking on this. The GameStop situation. The people who got in, I think there was some people that uh, uh, became successful or became rich off of it. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. They did. They, they did, did, right? Some, yeah. But those are the ones who got in early. Yep. And those are the ones who went the other way. They told you. Wasn't nobody investing in no damn GameStop? We got Xbox. They sell it. They sell it right there on the Xbox. PlayStation. If I'm not mistaken, PlayStation sells on PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do I don't understand how GameStop exists? It has to be like a cocaine front or something. Like, there's gotta be a drug front. Who goes to the GameStop for anything? <laughs> Excuse me. Listen. Um 
Don't, but the people who go the other way are the people who did who initiated the GameStop situation. And then what happened? You got the people who run the same way as everybody else. And by that time, what happened? They cut the water off. They late dollar short. That, that's it. Back back to nine to five, dog. This is so that's what that's all I'm saying. So what cameraman Steve is saying is hundred percent uh hundred percent correct, and we're pretty much saying the same thing. I'm saying you I, you always go the other way than the crowd. Cameraman Steve is saying you always get you you always try to get be the first in. Right. But in order for you to do that, you got to make sure you go the opposite way of the crowd. But also with that being said, you just got to use your own damn creativity. Yeah. Like you got to think for yourself and just try shit and fail that shit and build knowledge from that. Yeah. Do your own research. Don't rely on anybody else's knowledge or info. So. So with that being said, and I, and I use uh, cameraman Steve's uh, uh, photography business and videography business. Uh, I seen your photo today. Great photo, by the way. Thank you. Oh, uh, man. Uh, young lady looks beautiful. The photo looks beautiful. You really make pictures come to life like you damn editor of Vogue, bro. Like, I need you to relax. <laughs> like, I need you to re- I ain't got no money. So <laughs> uh, yo, you, you killed that. That was dope, man. That. Like, man, y'all got it. I see you. I got Yo, Caramel Steve is on. No, Caramel Steve took what Pat Mahomes took. That's like, he on some shit today, boy. <laughs> Yo, listen, Caramel Steve took a pewter, uh, uh, did did a, a photography session with this uh, beautiful young lady who um, has a beautiful brown skin complexion on a brown backdrop that clearly separates the two. But makes them still look like they're one, mm-hmm. bruh. What is wrong with you? How do you do this? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I do, I do. I, I appreciate it, man. I, I, I just love creating, uh, and you know, sometimes, man, you, you you knock it out the park, bruh. I don't feel like sometimes you do. I really feel like you do every time. I really feel like when you sit down and focus on some shit. It's a wrap. Yeah. And this speaks to social media. You saw the picture I posted today. Uh-huh. You're giving me my flowers on it. Uh-huh. People don't see the other 20 I took where the lighting didn't didn't look good. Facts. Or it didn't come out. So Facts. I put out what I want people to see. Facts. So, uh, yeah. All that's of, important. Yeah, that is very important. That, that, that's extremely important, right? Uh, I'm sorry to step on your toes. No, no, you good. You good. Uh, <clears throat> damn. What wrong with me? Uh, <laughs> um. What Cameraman Steve is saying is extremely important, right? Uh, you have a brand, and the best part about being an entrepreneur and owning your brand is you get to do what the fuck you want to do, right? So if you want to drive it into the wall, into the ditch, you have the power to do that. I'll see you later. But if you want to control the narrative and show your professionalism and show how great and creative you are and all these other attributes that we as an icon community possess, then you also have that capability of doing that as well. And that's what Caraman Steve is pretty much saying right now, because I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to make you say a damn name every pot. What's your what's your social media? Uh, IG. IG is Steven, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Catrell, K-A-T-R-E-L-L. Fam, just go check it out. I've seen 
not just his pictures. I've seen the videos he's done. He's done. Hell, before we even started doing podcasting uh, or this podcast, he showed me like uh, I don't know who they are. A group of young, a group of dudes who uh, uh, who did one podcast. I think it was like a twenty minute podcast or something. But he made it look like, yo, I'll say it. Hey, yo, Joe Button, what up? <laughs> we got one camera, dog, <laughs> and my man, is, my man's is killing over here, dog. <laughs> yo, make y'all look sick over there. All right, relax. I'm, I'm all right, I'll relax. Uh, but no, killing like so. That's what I was like, yo. And this is it. He doesn't know this, but this should be having my mind going because I'm like, yo, if we can just make a little money. Uh, with our platform, the Icon Mall platform, uh, so forth and so on. I was like, yo, I'm investing in movie directing, right? Because we got a crazy, a crazy videographer, uh, a crazy, uh, a, a, a crazy person behind the, the camera. And I don't mean to really call you crazy, but, <laughs> right? Uh, but he's crazy with the camera work, bro. And that's what I, and we talked about this, uh, you know, a few pods ago, you know, about, coming together with people people with talent just coming together right cameraman steve is crazy with the camera me i'm just crazy with my thoughts it just doesn't go to it doesn't go off right uh so i just keep my thoughts rolling and you know whoever out there is maybe crazy with the editing or crazy with the writing you know and then we come together and boom next thing you know we got power yeah just that simple yeah but sometimes it takes the willingness to to want to be able to show your creativity without anything in return. Yeah. And that yes. is the hardest yes. thing. Oh, and we're going to talk about that too. Yeah. That is the hardest thing, not only to do, but to find. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand how far they'll get for free. Yeah. Yeah. The for free is a price tag. I don't think people know. Yeah. Doing things for free is a price tag. You can charge somebody nothing and get a lot in return. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying just get out here and just start, you know, giving you giving your product or giving your services away for free. You know, if you've reached a level to charge something, then cool. But there has been a lot of millionaires and billionaires created based off of the charge of free. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Exactly right. Sometimes you got to show the world and show the people what you're capable of first before they can buy something from you, before they can invest in you. Yeah. Right. Everybody jump out the wound saying I'm worth 100 million. But based off of what? Yeah. What? What do you what, you believe that? and Prove it to me. And there's nothing wrong with believing that. Mm-hmm. But like cameraman Steve said, not only do you got to prove it to me, but but, but where's your work at? Yeah, exactly. When I was in school, when I handed in a test that didn't show no work, I got a zero. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was free. <laughs> that, that zero was free because she was like, you didn't show your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No. I, Everything I, yeah. in life requires some type of work. I'm trying to tell you, those little things in life. You know, that I used to hate, 
You know, that's how you, you know, but but it makes sense now. That's how your ass knew I was cheating on my test because I ain't show my work. <laughs> right? She was like, you're not doing it. Show your work. It's the same thing in entrepreneurship. If you know what you're doing, then show me your work. Show me your portfolio. Yeah. Show me how you got here. Mm-hmm. Show me the math that you did to get to this answer. Yeah. You say you 100,000. Well, show me the math. So, but back to being free. Once again, I can attest to that. I have become successful based off of, I, and we ain't going to get into it, uh, you know, a few, a few moments where I just, I just did it for free. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I started building more based, and it wasn't strictly based off the free concept, but that opened the door to allow my, to allow myself to show who I am and to, you know, get more and so forth and so on. But then also on top of that, when you, when you, the free concept goes into how you treat people too, right? It costs me nothing to treat you like you are somebody. That's part of entrepreneurship. It costs me nothing to exceed in customer service. Uh-huh. It's free, right? So, all right, quick story. This just happened to me this morning, actually. I was I was interested in buying some land. A uh, realtor had it for whatever the price was. So I called them. This this literally happened to me this morning. I called him this morning. It's probably like 930 in the morning, right? Found it on Zillow. Called him. was like, yo, listen, I see you selling land. I see you got, you know, the building, uh, you know, uh, line out ready. And, you know, I read everything, so forth and so on. <clears throat> I would like to do this. You know, can you tell me what I need to be able to do to do this? She was super dry, super fast and super uninterested. And I was super turned off. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Fam, do you know how much land costs? Yeah. Do you know how much it costs to build a custom home? And I ain't got no money. I'm trying to tell you now. It's my veteran benefits. Let me just go ahead and throw it out there. <laughs> I, I'm using this free shit. I, I earned it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but fam. Fam. What? What? Yeah. The arrogance. And some of these people irritates me because they are exactly like you said. I'm worth a hundred, a hundred million, a hundred thousand based off of what? What gives you as an entrepreneur the lane to treat people as if their dollar does not matter? Well, I get a hundred thousand calls a day. So. You signed up to do this, not me. That's my issue sometimes. There, hey, quick question. Look at me. I want you to look at me. Quick question. Can you remember the time that you wasn't getting those 100,000 calls a day? Do you know what you was willing to do to even get one call from somebody? That's my issue with people. You want to tell me, once you become successful, you want to tell me how successful you are and how tired you are of being so successful. Well, damn it, tell me what it was like when you wasn't. <laughs> well, tell me about that. How did it feel then? How many bills did you have when you wasn't successful? What did it feel like when you was trying to make bill A connect to bill B, but checks wasn't in between? 
That is my issue sometimes. I don't feel sorry for successful entrepreneurs. Because I know what it looks like and feels like when you're the opposite. Choose a side, dog. You can't complain about both. Yes, I understand. I get it. Some of these customers is just out of control. Like, <laughs> hey, they, they could work nerves. They could do this. They could do that. Da, da, da. Got it. Got it. Trust me. I got it. But we signed up for this shit. And it's not that our emotions don't matter. Our feelings don't matter. Trust me. I just said, I can't remember what, what, what episode that was. Right? We need a place for entrepreneurs to get their shit off. Right. We need a place where we can just get our shit off and, you know, complain about something, you know, or tell a story about something so that, you know, we don't feel so clogged up on the inside with our emotions and our mental and, you know, all these other things and our thoughts. But taking it out on the customer, ain't it? <clears throat> take that shit to McDonald's. <laughs> Excuse me, McDonald's. We we take uh, advertisers, too. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, I'm just saying. <clears throat> Speaking of McDonald's, they got this this steak bagel or something or steak biscuit. I've heard. I ain't tasted it, and Me I don't either. plan on either. Me either. But <laughs> but my, my the the only reason why I bought it up because you know how you just look at things, you be like, damn, it don't look well. Let me phrase that. McDonald's make a motherfucking picture look like slim. It belongs in damn roof, Chris. Yeah. Yo, that steak, bagel, biscuit, whatever you wanted it. I think you can get on anything you want to. Probably some French toast. <laughs> Yo, they make that damn thing look... Bro, I looked at the picture. I could see the seasoning on that. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> bro why can't I see pepper on steak, bro? <laughs> Yo, salute to y'all McDonald's, man. Y'all make that shit look crazy. Only if y'all, only if the taste actually matches the way y'all picture. But I think that's what the thing is. They know the quality don't match up, but you know, as long as the picture is there, you know people gonna buy it. But whatever. Off of them. Back to entrepreneurship. My, that, that, that boiled my soul this morning. And granted, and she is an entrepreneur because she's a real estate agent. So, whatever. <clears throat> that boiled my soul this morning because it's like, fam, you went to school for this. You studied for the test for this. There was a day that nobody would have bought a house from you. Now I'm calling to buy some land in, in your building. Uh, you're building a blueprint so I can build me this nice little house. Yo. Bah. Uh, I ain't say that. I uh, said some other things, but we're going to say bah. Fuck yo, these people. <clears throat> we gotta start weeding out these these bad entrepreneurs, man, because they they're hurting our, our entrepreneurial community. And I say that because what happens is when use when co- customers uh run into uh entrepreneurs and businesses that do bad business, especially when it comes to small businesses. They tend to not want to deal with small businesses anymore. They just rather spend their money with the corporations because they know that at least the corporations may fuck them on the back end, but on the front end, they're going to give them flowers at least. With a lot of small businesses, they they slap you in the face, then fuck you on the back end. Like, you give me a bad product and bad customer service? God damn, dog. Like, all I want to do is hold on to my tax money. Man. <laughs> Cameraman Steve, we way off. <laughs> we done, yeah, we, we are not following script. We today. are not. 
see, this is what happened when Cameraman Steve come, but I love it and I need it and I I want I want to make sure we continue on, man. I love it. Cameraman Steve is in the motherfucking building. Wrong one. Sorry. We gotta label these. Uh, but yeah, all right. So, uh, last thing. So we talked about the uh, Super Bowl commercials. So the Super Bowl commercials, Cameron said, Cameron Steve said, none of them stuck out to him, but one, which was the two B one. Super Bowl commercials was seven million dollars a pop. How are you trying to tell me that somebody spends seven million dollars a pop and it don't stick in my brain? Fam, do not. Oh, I don't want to stay here for long. Do not get me started. I don't believe in overspending for commercials why because what they're spending what they they spent seven million for the commercial but what they spent seven million for was to get their brand in front of however many viewers at the time it was sounds like tricking to me (laughs) what's the difference between rhetorical question but not really a rhetorical question because i know what you're going to say What's the difference between paying the NFL to get in front of some viewers versus paying a, a social media influencer or a social media damn uh, whatever they're called to be in front of their followers? Here's the next question. If you put your product or service in front of uh, whatever it is, because you got to pay the middleman, whether it's the NFL or the social media, and the end users are, are are the customers, are you guaranteed a conversion? I, I guess my question really is, did anyone do research and say, hey, for $7 million, how many conversions could we potentially be guaranteed? Conversions meaning how many new customers will we get for this $7 million? And like I said, from the commercials that I've seen in the past, I didn't see them, obviously, like I said, uh, this year. But the commercials that I've seen in the past, I ain't drunk Budweiser yet. <laughs> and I still don't, I ain't, ain't insured by Geico. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I'm saying. So it's like, you know, whatever, bro. So $7 million per commercial. They said that joint is $58.30 for every 1,000 viewer. So that's what it that's what the seven million breaks down to. It breaks down and breaks down to fifty-eight dollars and thirty cents per thousand viewers. So cool. I mean, at least I got this much. So then you gotta break it down and say, okay, I'm spending fifty-eight dollars and thirty cents per every thousand viewers. How many viewers are we actually going to get? to eat to actually buy our product or come and look at our website or something you know uh th- those are what conversions are and they got metrics for all of this man trust me uh they they i'm pretty sure no a lot they could have just shelled out seven millions and said it's the super bowl whatever uh i don't know but no i wouldn't have rihanna perform oh <sighs> Um, I personally think Rihanna did a great job. I think she did a great job 
to be able to do that while pregnant. I don't think I could ever fix my face or lips and say anything negative about Rihanna, period. Um, Because I just feel like she lived flawlessly, and I don't understand how, because she's just really, really good at it. Um, But not only that, she did it while pregnant, bro. Right? Which means that she also practiced while pregnant, which means she, you know, because if I'm not mistaken, I think 50 Cent said they made him come in for a whole week. I'm pretty sure she did this more prior to made him come in for a whole week just to keep practicing the same thing over and over. He was like, bro, I know the lines. <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> so, excuse me. Uh, so, I, I could never say anything bad for her to not only do this at the level she did it at, but do it while pregnant. You know, she did it. Um, I think Cardi B did a performance pregnant uh, before I seen that before. I don't, I don't, I don't know if Beyonce has ever performed pregnant and not that it matters. All I'm saying is for women uh, who do it and can do it and has done it. I think that is uh, a huge talent uh, and remarkable. And I think they should be applauded. Uh, for even taking that chance, especially with some of the things that could go wrong. Uh, they still took the chance to give fans uh, a great show. So Rihanna, uh, it was a hell of a show, and I got to give her a flower. <clears throat> but I do think think they could have did better and this is not a rihanna thing because i'm pretty sure uh the nfl is more so in charge of this um knowing that she was pregnant i think they could have did better with the environment uh the uh environment uh aspect of the show right so you obviously the show can't really be rihanna because she can't she can only do but so much so that means I would have expected maybe a lot better um, stage presence or stage, right? So great example, two of my favorite performers of all times, um, not rappers, just performers, is uh, The Weeknd and Drake, right? And I say that because every time I go to one of their shows, their performance are insane. But the the energy that they put into and the I'm pretty sure money that they put into building the the environment, right? Their stage and all that stuff. Like uh one year the weekend did <clears throat> when a weekend came out with uh Starboy. Uh he had a damn spaceship on the stage and it was nuts, you know. Drake always doing something crazy, you know, things of that nature. I don't feel like the NFL invested in that this time. I mean, I think it was dope. She was dancing in the sky, but I don't think, you know, <laughs> Caribbean Steve laughing at me. I'm dead ass serious. Once again, this is nothing about Rihanna. I just think the internet, the, 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 the NFL could have did more. That's it. That's all. What you thought? Yeah. Um, I don't know if 
this kind of goes back to what we were saying a couple episodes. Like, I don't know if this is a partnership. I don't know if she runs things by them and they tell her yay or nay mm-hmm. or what. But, um, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. As far, I, I, I've never been to a Rihanna show, so I can't compare it to any of her previous shows. So I don't know if she's ever been that type of performer. But I can see what you're saying as far as like a, a wow factor. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what it is, right? You took the words right out of my mouth. The wild factor, right? This is the Super Bowl, right? Uh, Once again, this has nothing to do with Rihanna, but this is the Super Bowl. Like, one of the biggest stages that you can probably perform on. I've seen Jay-Z have better stages at the BET Awards <laughs> than she did at the in that at the Super Bowl. I don't hell the, the what was it, the Grammys? Slim had a crazy crazy feast. That's what we're gonna call it. The feast. <laughs> uh right? Crazy. Out he did it outside LA right there wherever he was at. You know no traffic came through. He hove no helicopters flying over no nothing. Ain't couldn't nobody take off from the airport. Like everybody had to wait to God, God's, God's finish. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so that's all I'm saying. I've seen people who don't perform, so they make up with the stage, you know, or the environment. <clears throat> so I don't know. Um, that's the only thing that got me about Rihanna's performance. Not once again, not Rihanna's performance, but the Super Bowl performance. Uh I I I didn't I didn't I didn't really see where where the effort was put in at. And I and after a while, yo, y'all gotta stop throwing thirty thousand damn people out there dancing and thinking that's part of the damn show. I'm sick of seeing that. We do this every Super Bowl every year. We did it with Rihanna. We did it with The Weeknd. We do it with everybody. It's always 30,000 30, people dancing on the field. We did it with 50 Cent, Dr. Dr. We did it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> what what, what T-Pain said? Try something else. <laughs> do something different. <laughs> what T-Pain said to the rappers? He said, I'm tired of it. Do something different. <laughs> And that's all I'm saying, man. Do something different. Seven million dollars for a commercial. You put the same thirty damn people on the stage dancing every year. Do something different. Come on, fam. How much y'all truck? Yo, I'm, we gonna talk about them damn Super Bowl tickets too. It don't make no sense how much y'all charge for a Super. It's the same seats as they was in the regular season. Y'all ain't putting no extra cushion on them damn seats. Yo, crazy. I I was like, all right, this is crazy. Let me let me let me look up how much it is. You know, get a seat at Super Bowl. Joint said seventy five hundred, and that was the nose nose. That was boy, you better not want no boy. That is nowhere close to 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 uh, uh the middle level seventy five hundred. And I looked at them seats. It had the same number that it does on that motherfucker as it does during the regular season. And you gonna give me the same thirty people to perform on the state on, on the field? <laughs> oh my god, boy! Don't get me started. <laughs> Talk about customer service. That's a ripoff. 
bro, at least change the numbers on the moment and make it seem like it's a different number. God damn. Y'all are killing me out here, boy. I, maybe I should lose my brain. Uh, No, I'm going to watch it from my TV. Uh, Unless the Eagles are there. Yeah, I mean, when I can afford it, that is. I couldn't afford it this last go around. Uh, so that's the Rihanna performance. Man, we really just used the whole pod to talk about the Super Bowl, which is not a bad thing, right, uh, to me personally, because it's so much there. And I really got way more to talk about than this, too. Uh, one day we're going to – it goes back to the last pod, actually, about middlemen. <clears throat> if you pay attention, not even to the Super Bowl, you know, forget Super Bowl, just to an NFL, to the NFL period in the NFL game, right, if you really pay attention, if you look closely at your TV screen or go to an actual football game, ask yourself, what in your eye sight view does the NFL own? The NFL doesn't own anything that you see or can touch except the players. And they don't own the players, but they pay. Hmm. Now that I think about it, the teams pay the players. They're under the NFL umbrella. There you go. All right. So they're under the NFL umbrella. I like the way uh, Cameron Steve said it. The only thing that the NFL owns is the players and the referees. Everything else is a middleman. The stadium is owned by somebody. The name on the stadium is owned by somebody. The jerseys on the bodies of the players is owned by somebody. <clears throat> the concession stands are owned by somebody. The hey, hey, hey. <laughs> the TV screen or the app that you're watching from is owned by somebody. AKA Amazon, CBS, uh, Fox. The NFL is nothing but a great middleman. And I don't want to get back to this because we talk about. I know you probably heard the last the last pod, and you like you, you middleman me to death. All right, I'm just saying that goes back into how great uh, about being a great middleman, and how important it is. Just pay attention next time you look at an NFL game. Ask yourself, what does the NFL actually own when, when you look at it? Anything? Just just look at anything and everything. Tell me tell me what you figure out that they own. They don't own nothing. They pay the players, they pay the refs, and they take everybody else's money. They got a long list of money that they get and a short list of money of the money that they send out. And I mean, obviously, I'm joking, but that 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 income is way more than that outcome. Uh, I, I, I 100% guarantee you that. Listen, I know we spent this pod talking about a bunch of football and uh, the Super Bowl, right? And our, our personal thoughts on everything. Uh. Like my 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 whole theory behind this whole pod today is just more so about just being vigilant to what you're doing, being true to yourself. All right, just just do what you got to do. Stay focused. All right, become a great middleman and 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 stay honorable. Great customer service goes a long way. All right, listen and just go the other way. 
Like, that's just it. At the end of the day, just go the other way. Do something different. That's where billionaires come from. All right. Hey, listen, man, another pod down. As always, we'll be back again next week with you. I hope you enjoyed this pod because I damn sure did. Yo, give it up for cameraman Steve one time for joining us today. <laughs> Episode seven, he joined us. <laughs> nah, man, thank y'all for being here with us, man. I hope y'all come to rock with us again next week. Until we meet again, love, live life, be safe out there. Icon now.